Yo, what's good everybody? Uh I'm Z Sean from the Up and Under podcast here. Um it's like two in the morning right now, you know what I'm saying? But uh I just had to get some of my thoughts out from today's uh day of the playoffs. Um so if y'all didn't know at the time of um recording this, um today was game seven between the San Antonio Spurs and the Denver Nuggets, as well as game one of the second round uh between Toronto and Philadelphia. Um yeah, it was a pretty good day for the playoffs today. Um, especially me being a Raptors fan. So I just want to give some of my uh quick thoughts um on these two games. <clears throat> so um starting out with the Denver game. Uh, if y'all didn't see it, the ending was pretty crazy for the Denver game. Um, so, just let me summarize the game pretty much. So, um, it was just mainly, like, more defensively orientated, obviously, due to it being a game seven. Um, there's not going to be as much scoring. Um, and there's a lot of missed shots as well. Um... Nikola Jokic led the Denver Nuggets. He had a triple-double with 21 points, 15 rebounds, and 10 assists. And Jamal Murray also had 23 points. Um, For the Spurs, LaMarcus Aldridge had 16 and 11, and DeMar had 19, 8, and 6. As well as Bryn Forbes having 19, and Rudy Gay having 21. So, as I was saying, it was a pretty um, low-scoring game. Um, but the ending was where it really picked up. Uh, Denver was up by a good amount. And then, of course, San Antonio being the Spurs, um, Spurs being the Spurs. They obviously came back and made a, a really good game. And in the end, the Denver Nuggets went to the bread and butter that they've been using all year, which is the Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic screen. And Jamal Murray, uh, credit to him, he made some tough shots. He came up clutch, as he always does. Um, Jamal Murray's my guy, yo, you know, uh, Kitchener man from, you know, he's a Canadian man. And so Jamal Murray just came up clutch, um, as well as uh, Paul Millsap had some big moments as well. Paul, I'll get into that later, but Paul Millsap came in off, um, substituted in, and he had a big impact as well. Um, <clears throat> uh, Jamal Murray with the, um, game ceiling floater, which was amazing. Um, just again to some of the points that I want to make about the game though. Um, n- the Nuggets' bend but not break defense is very interesting for the simple fact that it's one thing to do in the season, but to carry it over into the playoffs, so we weren't sure how it worked. And to be honest, it's it has worked for them since they have gotten past the San Antonio Spurs, which many people predicted that they wouldn't. Um, and obviously, they're in the second round now. But I think it's very interesting to see how they employ it as well in the playoffs. And obviously, there's a, a factor of they kind of have to employ that type of defense um if you're gonna have Nikola Jokic out there for 35 minutes a game um obviously they he's their most important player um even though 
he does have his defensive issues. So they need to scheme in a way to make up for his um, defensive shortcomings, which aren't his fault, but, you know, kind of, they don't have a choice. Um, I think his, his defense ties into this whole thing of bend but not break. Um, they have a very interesting defense where, unlike most teams where they hedge the pick and pick and roll, uh, ball handler really hard. So it's, it's almost pretty much a trap where Nicole Jokic comes up, um, on when the other teams try and set a screen, Nicole Jokic pretty much like they double team the ball handler to get it out of his hand. And Nicole Jokic will then run back to his man while his while um somebody else was covering for him. Um and I think that can work it showed that it can work in the regular season where the Nuggets were much improved this year on defense. However in the playoffs it does tend to work a little less when you have time to game plan. I think it showed that and overall just the uh scope of the game as well. Um where the Denver Nuggets, although they played good defense, um, they allowed a lot of, as we said, Nicole Jokic is successful to having issues in the pick and roll, which I think the San Antonio Spurs showed, especially in the fourth quarter when they came back. Uh, the Nuggets were playing great defense, but the thing was, how did the Spurs come back? They ran a bunch of pick and rolls with Nicole Jokic. They got him to five fouls. LaMarcus Aldridge had a couple of layups at the basket. Um, and I think that just overall showed the the issues that comes with the Denver Nuggets. So although they have played good defense at times, there's a whole notion of will they be able to sustain it and can it actually work for a whole period of time, which I don't know the answer to, but... I do know that although they have had some good defensive moments, as they showed in the clutch where they completely locked up the Spurs, Torrey Craig had that big block in the end. Um, but overall, it's about being able to play that 48 minutes of great defense. And if your, if your scheme isn't, you know, perfect, then I don't know how that's going to work. Um, anyways, moving on to my next point, I think, uh, the Denver Nuggets, especially in the clutch, really came through with their big bodies, um, so, in the clutch, San Antonio's running Rudy Gay at the power forward spot with LaMarcus Aldridge at center, and the Denver Nuggets were running Paul Millsap and Nicole Jokic at their front court positions, um, which really impacted, especially on the boards, with Paul Millsap getting those two huge rebounds, um, and keeping it alive, and then uh, Nicole Jokic having a couple of tips to keep the clock going as well. Um, that was just one interesting point for me to see. Uh, just Denver, how they utilize not not many teams utilize that you know big front court anymore, but Denver has managed to make it work in large part due to the fact that. Paul Millsap is there to cover up, especially for Nikola Jokic's defense. Um, but yeah, just uh, watching the game right when Paul Millsap checked back in, he dominated the boards. He 
uh, played some good defense as well. Um, I think that was just very interesting to see. Oh, also another thing. Uh, San Antonio, that was a huge mistake by not fouling. Uh, they were up by, they were down by four and they didn't foul. Um, and I think, I don't know, like, you gotta be better, especially for a coach like, uh, Greg Popovich. I think, you know, you gotta be better than that, man. You can't not be not fouling, you know, like, you gotta, you gotta do better than that. Um, but anyways, uh, all in all, uh, that was a pretty good game. Well, I, I got... I got to watch the game from, I think, the start of the fourth quarter around. Um, so I can't really attest to the first three quarters, um, even though I, I do know it was a kind of a bit of a slugfest. But the last the fourth quarter was pretty good. Um, and anyways, it was a seven-game series. It was still very fun to watch. Um, people didn't really know who was going to win. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to Denver to making it to the second round um, for the first time since 2009, I think, with was it, Carmelo Anthony there. So, yeah, congrats to Denver Nuggets. Uh, better luck next year, San Antonio. Um, moving on to the Eastern Conference. Game one of the Eastern Conference semifinals between the Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so, the final score was, uh, 108-95 for the Raptors. Um, Philadelphia had, I mean, just looking at the score, you can tell nobody really had a good game. Jimmy Butler only had 10, Tobias Harris had 14, even though I think he had 12 in the first half, he only scored two points in the second half. Um, Joel Embiid had only 16 points. J.J. Redick had 17, though I will talk about J.J. Redick later on. Um, and Ben Simmons had 14 as well. Um, the main story was Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam. Wow. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is... He, he He's good, man. He He's really, really good. Like, yo, he's pretty sick, man. Kawhi Leonard had 45 points. 11 rebounds as well. Just let me throw that in. Uh, double digit rebounds. He's a great rebounder as well. But 45 points, yo. On guy, on man like Jimmy Butler guarding him. You know, Jimmy Butler's one of the best perimeter defenders. And if you saw the highlights, Kawhi was making him look dumb. You know, um, I don't, you can't really say anything else more about Kawhi. Like, he's, he's, he's amazing, man. And Pascal Siakam, bro. Like, this is, this is, he has carried over his performance from the regular season, which we didn't know if he would be able to do, but he's shown up and he's playing like a real star out there. And hope, like, with 29 points, him and Kawhi Leonard combined, I think, for 49 points in the first half, uh, something like that. And it was just amazing to watch how good they are uh, together. Um, and the rest of the team, they all chipped in with a few buckets of their own, but it was mainly Pascal and uh, Kawhi on the offensive end. With of course, obviously everyone is playing well, but those were the two bucket getters. Um, I want to talk about a little bit about uh, not only their offense. We already know what their offense is. It's it, 
Kawhi, it goes through Kawhi with Kyle Lowry leading the show, blah, 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 Marcus, uh, Marcus Saul, sorry, Marcus Saul operating out of the high post, Pascal Siakam doing his thing, Danny Green spotting up, um, we already know how that offense works, I wanted to talk a little bit, of, uh, a little bit about the defense as well, um, they played a great defensive game. I know Joel Embiid isn't 100%, and that might have something to do with it. But Marga Saul has been amazing for the Raptors. Not only on the offensive end, um, he's been amazing for them on the defensive end as well. Obviously, he's a really big guy. Um, but I think what we saw uh, him against Nikola Vucevic in round one... Um, Especially for the people saying that were saying, oh, the JV trade was bad. Uh, I think now we're looking at, uh, you guys were dumb, whoever said JV trade was bad. Um, Marcus saw the way he neutralized Nikola Vucevic in round one was amazing to watch. And in game one, he did the same thing to Joel Embiid. Um, most of Joel Embiid's points, I think, uh, came on Serge Ibaka. But when uh, Marcus saw was on Joel Embiid, uh, it was very uh, good to watch um, Marcus Gasol's defensive performance uh, on him, baiting him into taking jumpers instead of letting him go into the post. And then when he did go into the post, uh, move, uh, pushing him back out of the post as well. Um, just very good defensively. He's not, he's not, he doesn't have the same step as he once did, but his his basketball IQ is off the charts, man. Like seriously, Margasol is amazing. Um, and then in addition with Danny Green guarding uh Jimmy Butler and then Kawhi guarding uh Ben Simmons, the way they were able to completely neutralize them. Jimmy Butler only had what ten points. Um, yeah, Jimmy Butler only had ten points taken. Um, so I think just the defense that the Raptors have been uh, putting in has been really fun to watch. Um, I think one of the biggest keys for this series is um, being able to not let JJ Redick get hot and then making him work on defense. So we saw in the Brooklyn series how whenever they would always try to get JJ Redick um, on I, in ISO situations where they had Gigi Redick on uh, D'Angelo Russell, Spencer Dinwiddie, whoever it was, and they would just ISO, make him work. J.J. Redick's not a strong defender, we all know that, so they'll try to tire him out on defense. Um, the thing is, you can't... J.J. Redick is... Uh, beside him and Tobias Harris are arguably their only reliable three-point shooters, and Jimmy Butler as well, but Jimmy Butler's not exactly, like, you know, a shooter, um, but J.J. Redick, if you take him out of the game, that is a big positive that you can do, since he, he creates a lot of spacing for Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, take him out of the game, and then you have a lack of shooting now, and I think that goes a very, uh, long way, um, so, I think you got to be able to make him work on defense, which, I mean, Kyle Lowry and Danny Green aren't going to do it as much as, like, D'Angelo Russell and Spencer Dinwiddie, but they can do that. But I think the main thing is not letting J.J. Redick be able to operate um, 
and run off screens, uh, etc. So I think they did a very good job of that in the first half. But I think uh, it was the third quarter where he had like five triples or something. Um, and during that span, you, you, you can't let J.J. Redick hit that many threes. Otherwise, it was a good thing that the Raptors were still up big. So um, it didn't affect them too much. But the main one of the biggest keys... Um, and stopping this Philadelphia team is that you don't let Gigi Redick score points. Once you start letting Gigi Redick hit his shots and run off screens without bumping him, uh, it becomes very difficult for you to be able to beat the 76ers. Um, but yeah, uh, in total, it was it was very good performance by the Raptors, by Kawhi Leonard, by Siakam, um, by the whole team in general, uh, being able. To first off in game one, we all know how Toronto's been in game ones. Um, and be able to be able to beat the Philadelphia 76ers by a good amount in game one and playing such an amazing game. Um, that's a very good thing to see if you're a Raptors fan. Uh, so Toronto now leads the series 1 0. The next game is on Monday, if I believe. Um, and the ace, not ACC anymore, Scotiabank, so in Toronto. And then um, we'll see how that game goes. But yeah, uh, this should be a great series to watch. Obviously, me being a Raptors fan, I'm hoping that they win. Toronto wins. But um, yeah, just this is the playoffs, man. Uh, yeah. Anyways, fam, uh, I just want to, you know, share my thoughts about the two games today. Um, yeah, I just want to... Uh, be able to quickly say what, like, while it was still fresh in my mind after watching these games, um, and yeah, uh, let me know if you agree with my opinions, what you think about my opinions, um, and yeah, that's it for me, uh, don't know.